a lot of music history that came out of not just the 90s, but, I mean, got to remember, this is 2013, and when you have songs like this that came out not too, too long ago, but long enough for people to actually remember and recognize, I mean, you got to make sure you pay attention and respect talent when you hear it. Branded is on this edition of Branded After Dark, alongside my girl, sweet Erin. What's up, baby? I am elated. I am so happy. I'm out of control. <laughs> elated? Wow. wow, that's 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 too proper of a term. Like, I mean, elated. Like, that's that's like we don't we don't do proper no, here on Brand Dark. It's not. It's not. No, 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 no. It's not proper. <laughs> it's educated. Okay. okay? There you go. Self-educated <laughs> to know what elated is. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay, we're there. We're there. So, you know, I'll right. welcome, baby, and welcome all of you listeners out there listening on this edition of Branded After Dark. Sweet Aaron, I am Branded. We have uh, we, we, we have a guest that, I mean, like I said, y'all heard this song, and that song, I remember when I first got the the, the tape uh, of the first shot. Yeah, tape, people. Now, CD. I know, CD, right? That's another ed- educational term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Tape. When I first got that, uh, you know, if I ever fall in love, tape. Uh, you know, that that I used to spend a lot in my lifetime during that time. Uh, you know, young guy. You know, not necessarily just trying to impress the women back then, but you know, actually it did. But shh, keep that between you and me. Uh, you know, it, it was it was actually me, you and good. a million other people, <laughs> millions of other people. It was, it was actually good quality music, and, and the music, like I said, from these fellas, like. I mean, you can't really front on the talent that they they all have. Like, and and, and it's one thing that I definitely I'm I'm glad we had this guy on here tonight, uh, just so we can be able to not just thank this guy, but also check in on him and see how how things are. And we got my man, Mr. Darnell, from the R&B group Powerhouse. By the name of Shy. What's up, man? What's going on, y'all? How you doing? Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I have butterflies. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Wow, thank you so she, much for calling in. She has butterflies, and I'm just trying, and, and if, if you was anywhere around me, bro, like, I'll just give you a high five props up top because, you know, you, you helped your boy out during those 90s with them R&B joints because you said all I needed to say to the women. I didn't have to say too much. Y'all did it for me. <laughs> oh, man, that's what it was for, man. <laughs> say that type of stuff for you, man. No I appreciate doubt. it, though. No That's real, true, pure talent, you know, and nobody nobody does it like you guys anymore. Nobody. And hasn't for a long, uh-huh. long time. <clears throat> oh, wow. thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, Darnell, what's, what's up, man? How's life treating you? How's music life treating you? How are, how are things? Oh, things are good, man. We're, we're still out doing the music, you know what I mean? Thanks to all you wonderful people, you know who come out and see the shows. Actually, it's our 20th anniversary right now, so we're gearing Correct. up for, yeah, yeah, so we're, we're gearing up for a 20-year anniversary campaign, some new music, some re-releases of some old stuff, shows and merchandise, you know, 20th anniversary merchandise will be up for sale. So we're getting all our websites and Twitters and everything all together right now, so probably... Within the next month, you'll be hearing about it. Okay. So y'all going to have a Shy 20 uh, T-shirt that, you know, guys like myself and ladies out there listening can be able to go cop. 
and get. Yeah, 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 definitely. It'll, that'll be coming soon, real soon. 20 years, how, how do y'all manage to be able to still keep doing shows and, and, and do all it is that y'all do during that stretch? Because, you know, there's not too many people that stay together and do a lot of stuff united no more. So it's good to be able to see y'all do it. So how, how, how do y'all keep that longevity rocking? Um, I mean, you guys. I mean, that's, that's where it starts, you know, having fans that just support us so much, you know what I mean, and and radio and promoters and, you know, Luckily for us, we came out and got so much support and love, and, and, and it's been able to keep us going. Well, luckily, you know, you guys were, I mean, are very, very, very talented, and, and the memories that, that are attached to these songs for me run very, very deep. And um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people, like when, when you know, um, people knew that found out that we were going to have you on. I mean, I've I've never seen so many people say say stuff to me that they couldn't wait and they were tuning in and it was just it's it's awesome to have you. So so how how in the beginning like was you guys got together um, were in were in a, a fraternity the um, Howard University right. Yeah, three of us. Were. Oh, you guys went to school, and like, did you guys? Did you guys like just sing and 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 it, how did it all come together? Because like, all your just so happens that all your friends know how to sing. So you say, <laughs> let's let's right. let's have a group. Or how did it all come together? Well, um, kind of like that, you know. Like you said, we three of us went to fraternity, and then Garfield and I, we were roommates since freshman year so we were we were pretty tight and then um you know we just found out through um the fraternity and through hanging out that yeah a couple of guys one of the guys could play one of the guys could write one of the guys a couple of guys could sing and and we just started getting together you know that's the short of it we just started getting together putting the songs together um performing around campus and then we got they had a uh, radio station had a local home jam type of segment on the radio station, and we got if I ever on the station on the home jam segment, and then they kind of caught hold. They put in a regular rotation, and then you know we got a deal, and the rest is pretty much history. Absolutely. You, How was that time during when you guys first got your deal? Um, you know, back in the you know back in the days in the '90s, '80s, even '70s, going backwards, it, it kind of feels like the record labels. And once you got a deal, you it, it really meant a lot. Like, I mean, what what was y'all's reaction when y'all got signed to y'all first deal? Was it was it kind of like an out of body experience? Let the listeners know <laughs> the the exact feeling y'all have because I know it was a different type of deal back then compared to now, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was, yeah, yeah, the game was a little different, you know. The, the Internet wasn't around to kind of get your own buzz and your own fan base to kind of already feel like you, you're getting some results for what you're doing, you know. It was just mm -hmm. kind of get signed before you, you know. So anyway, but long story short, uh, yeah, it, it was pretty interesting, man. It was, you know, we had been doing the work, going to labels, getting turned down, you know, the old routine. and Right. And then to finally get a little momentum like we did and get it on radio and and finally sit in our lawyer's office and see the contracts and and sign and and then fly out to L.A. and meet the label, that was really when it really, you know, 
became it real. got real, huh? Yeah, because you know we heard it in DC for about a month or so, being at Howard. You know, we heard it on the radio, so we got kind of used to hearing it and used to everybody on campus hearing it. You know, mm-hmm. when we flew to we flew to LA and heard it as soon as we landed in the radio. It was on oh radio wow! Yeah, <laughs> yep. So that's when it kind of wow. you know became yeah it got interesting then. Was it like a humble experience though? Because I mean, again, and I, I'm I'm stressing like you know I'm, I'm trying to you know get these people out here listening that you know may not have either been around in the '90s. It's a lot of the young ones or people that don't appreciate just the 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 lane of music and and, and how that you know business part of it kind of came to to pass. Because you know it, I, I used to go back and I interviewed a lot of people. Man, they were like, man, the first time I heard my song on the radio, I didn't damn near stop the car. And, got out the car, started dancing to my own music. Like, y'all, did y'all have that same kind of vibe and stuff like that, too? Well, it's funny because a lot of that happened before um, before we got a deal, because we got it played in, in D.C. Right. We kind of had that experience there first. You know, I remember me personally, one time I, I flew out here. My mom was out here, so I flew out here, you know, for spring break. And um, about 4 in the morning, my mom woke me up. You know, because of the time difference, three hours ahead out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, she, like, woke me up at 4 in the morning, and uh, she said, someone's on the phone for you. So I got on the phone, there was the rest of the group. And they was like, look, look, listen, listen. So I, they was playing If I Ever over the phone. I was like, why are y'all playing If I Ever over the phone? I, I heard this a million times. Right, right. And then at the end of it, they were like, um, and again, you know, the hot new group shy on the radio. Tenth time today, you know, so that was the first time I heard it on the radio when they played it to me on the phone, you know. So I was like, right. yeah, so I'm on the radio? Like, yeah, man, they've been playing it all day, they've been playing it. So uh, they picked me up from the airport maybe two days later, same thing. So I, we, I couldn't even get in the car good. They turned the radio on. It was <laughs> again. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. And I know you was like, man, this is serious business now. Let's go. I was wondering, I was wondering, what I love, love, love about you guys, and and it really showcases your talent, and how how much you guys do a cappella, because, you know, nobody, nobody out there does that anymore, and they probably couldn't if they tried. So, right. would you? I, I was just wondering, would you? Do you rather sing a cappella, or do you rather have a track behind it? Um, both. You know what I mean? It depends on the song and the feel. Or does it matter? For. Yeah, I mean, what it matters in terms of if we're trying to express, you know, some of our a cappella talent and some of the things that we do there. Yeah, we we, we intensely try to go there. But um, right. yeah, we got, we have a lot of dimensions to what we do actually. So, but you, but Darnell, you know, you know the acapella. Like if you're doing it and you you on stage and you know you you had that eye contact with a certain lady on Lord in the front mercy. row, you know you know they're gonna pass out, right? <laughs> I'm gonna pass out now and we're over the phone. Ooh, right, right. Well, I mean, you know, that's the good thing about it. You know what I mean? Like you said. Um, to be, especially for me, I'm a, I was a music major at Howard, so right. for me to be able to transition right into, you know, expressing that and sharing that with people, you know, all the things I learned musically and, and just stretching the envelope, you know, 
And we didn't really get to do it as much as we liked to. I think people got to see that even though we were in the genre with other uh, R&B groups, that we were kind of different with our music. Yeah, I mean, it was mm-hmm. R&B, but we, yeah. we kind of stretched with some chord changes and different things and different inversions and stuff. So, um, and we got a lot more of that, you know, hopefully... If we if it picks up again, you know what I mean. We really get to do some new music again for you guys. You know, we're gonna even stretch it a little more. So, right. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting. Got you. I feel like I feel like if you if you didn't if you weren't around, you know, in the in the time frame that you guys were were out and you know, life really sucked for you, but it didn't for me, and I want to thank you for that. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. I mean, that. I was I was in high school. I mean, oh my God, you bring me back. I have such nostalgia, good nostalgia. It's just it's it's so awesome, and I'm I'm so sorry that I'm coming off like this fangirl, but you have no idea what it means to to have you, you know, on this calling in and talking to us tonight. No, oh. matter of fact, it's funny that you say that because I do. That's that's the flip side of it. I mean, being an artist, but then to be a fan. And then to get to meet these people, that that's right. the same thing I felt. Like I remember, right. well, that was like I forgot what summer that was, but um, when Soul of Soul was out with that Back to Life. And, okay, okay, oh. yeah. Okay. So that you remember? Y'all remember how crazy and beautiful yeah. that was? Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> so I remember we did a show. You know, after we got a deal, we did a show, a tribute to Marvin Gaye over in France. And it was like us, um, Arrested Development, mm-hmm. uh, Shaka Khan, uh, George Duke, Elder Barge, everybody, right? So um, I remember one night, we were there for like four days. And one night I was at a little pub, you know, on the French Riviera type thing, you know, just sitting there with <laughs> Ishii from Arrested Development and um, Karen, what's her name? Uh, what's the name from Soul to Soul? Um, Karen Wheeler, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karen, yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, and uh, oh man, the same thing. I was sitting there with her, <laughs> said the same thing. I, we were sitting there talking. I was sitting there looking in her face, like, do you know what that summer was to me? With what you were doing to me, so so. Like, do you do you realize? <laughs> you know. So. I mean, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth right I'm now? Out of my mouth. So my feelings. Hey. <laughs> nah, well, let me yeah. say this. In in high school. I have to say that, and, and I told everybody <laughs> before this this interview that I was going to ask you, I hate to put you on the spot, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> My favorite, favorite, favorite song that really was, you know, helped me, helped me through my high, my high school sweetheart stuff is Comforter. And I was wondering oh. if you could give me just a little bit of that, because that is my ultimate, like, forever jam. <laughs> Give you a little bit of the story of it. Yeah, give me a little bit <laughs> of how we did it. I, how we came. Hey, Darnell, I think she might be talking about acapella. I think she wants to sing. She wants yeah. you to sing for for a quick minute. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, I had to call you back on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here in a little uh, little gathering with about. 20 people in front of my face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, oh, okay. They, and if he do that, hey, it, hey, Aaron, if he does that, then everybody's going to be focusing on that guy, and then that's going to bring all that attention while he's doing this interview right here, right now. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> y'all oh, people man. out there got to wait. <laughs> Darnell from the group size, 
is our guest on Branded After Dark. And you, you came up and you mentioned a lot of the groups like Arrested Development and even Shaka Khan for that most for the most part. But during the '90s when y'all broke out, there there was a lot of there was a lot of groups at that point in time like Boys and Men, Jodeci, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you know, the list is super long. And for y'all to still win during the during a, a time where there was a lot of traffic, everybody was kind of getting a piece of the pie, so to speak. So, I mean, did you ever feel like there was any competition uh, during that time in the '90s where everybody was, you know, literally getting a, a piece of theirs, just like you guys were? Um, competition. I would say in a good way, you know what I mean. I mean, okay. you know, we were on we were on a super fest. Matter of fact, with us, uh, H Town, Silk, SWV, right? Jay, yeah. So I mean, every time somebody came up, each group, they you know, it was a powerful lead singer. Each group had their own hits. You know what I mean? So, but mm -hmm. it wasn't a competition. It was it was more of a uh, competition for you to just try to keep doing better. You know what I mean? To give the fans the best show you can. You know, so you gotcha. didn't look. Yeah, so you didn't look uh, subpar next to that kind of talent. You know, but nah, it was all love and all fun. You know what I mean? Still is. Yeah, no doubt, because the, the way I see it, and a lot of people always say that the, the era of the 90s was like one of the best decades as far as uh, diversity, because, you know, even though there were so many groups, it was still one that we, you guys were still able to win. Like you said, you, even the female groups, there were so many different groups like Escape, um, so many different ones that was winning at that same time, too, and it was a good look just to be able to have so many diversity from the male-female groups even the solo artists back then. It was a good it was a good decade though, right? Yeah, yeah, sure, definitely. It was wonderful, man. I mean, um you know, just and it was it's funny because like I give an example, you know, just some of the things that the band I mean the um the fans probably don't know. Like me coming from Howard, I was a music major, like I said, so Right. <laughs> um one thing that I was able to do was to bring a lot of the cats that played with me and Howard to be our band when we got a deal. Now, these cats were top professional musicians in their own right, right? So just coming to play in a band with us, you know, as my friends, you know, kind of as a favor, but they were making money too. But, I mean, these guys were incredible. So we would do songs, we would do our long set, our 45-minute set, mm -hmm. and we would, we would break and let these guys just showcase what they can do. I mean... They would just go wild on stage. You know what I mean? No doubt. Yeah, just that. You know, just just the fun of that. You know what I mean? Um, all the other band members and all the promoters, you know, who had seen the all the bands on the tour circuit, like wondering who these cats were too, along with us. Like, who's these guys shopping and who's their band too? You know what I mean? So okay. it's just all kinds of. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, I was just saying, it's all kind of fun stories and stuff, you know. Right. How did you guys, um, how did you guys come up with, with the name Shy? Uh, how did that come about? Well, that's a long story. Actually, um, like I said, three of us pledged a fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha. And um, Alpha, our chapter specifically, you know, Alpha in general, we deal with a lot of uh, Egyptology to a degree, if you will, pyramids and, mm -hmm. and stuff. 
and our chapter, we really get into it, you know, beta chapter at Howard University. So my line brother's name was Shai, which is Shai is an Egyptian name for the concept of destiny. Yes, so it's a gorgeous name, and I love the way you spell it. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you got to thank our ancient Egyptian ancestors for that. So, but, yeah, so we, we stole it from our line brother and used it. So, and, um, it, you know, it's, it's pretty appropriate. You know, we felt like it destiny for what we had been through and what we had to give to the world and then for it to happen. We felt like it was an appropriate name, so. Right, right. Do you, by any chance, do you have, like, a favorite, a personal favorite song of yours that you like to perform? Um... Well, I mean, when you talk about the give and take of the, of what we do and then what the, the fans are giving back, you know, of course, if I ever, that, that just, right, that just, everybody's a big party when we sing that one. The whole house is just swaying and singing together. So I just, I like the energy of that. I mean, you know. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I'm so happy that you guys are are, are doing a 20-year a um, tour, a 20-year anniversary tour. That is so awesome. I'm, I want to be the first one to know when you guys are coming to Miami because I'm going to be the first person to get a ticket, like, for real. Can you wait in line? I'm trying to see if this dude can come out here uh, to the Bay yeah, Area. I so. can't. Ladies first, ladies first. Okay. Thank you very much. All right, fine. It's fine. All right, then. All right, you, you're going to play the ladies' card, but it's cool. It's branded out the dark. It's all good. <laughs> all good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um, you know, definitely. We we, we um, set up a little tour, and all that stuff's being set up right now, so hopefully we'll be up that way, and hitting you back soon. With, uh, I cannot freaking wait. Yeah, new single, new album, and all that stuff. So how do you feel about just everything that's music in 2013? I know I know you guys are still doing shows and blessed by that, still doing music and still have your massive fan base, and I know you're humbled and blessed by that, but just the changes that the music industry have had since you guys broke out, how do you and feel about R&B it in is general? Going. Right, and where R&B is going or where it has gone. Well, I mean, you know, life is a big circle, you know. Everything just goes around and around. You know, I, I can remember when I was younger and Bootsy and James Brown and, you know, it was stuff on the radio that was, you know, really stretching the envelope. And then I can remember being a musician when DVD came out, and I can remember some of the old cats like, oh, that's not real music, what is that crap, you know, and I was like, what, I love Poison, I love that stuff, you know, so, you know, when we get older, we look at the youngsters, you know, for us, it's not music for them, they can't understand why we don't like it, you know, right, and then part of it, too, is just, it's the business, you know, it's like you get, um, you know, as fans, we get a few years where, if you will, the artists, they get to express themselves, and then we get a few years where the business, the labels, they get to kind of express their little routine of, you know, putting out the same type of artist, the same type of sound, you know, because there's a business for them, too. They're trying to put out, you know, as much music as they can without spending money, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if they can put in auto-tune and we'll buy it, and they don't have to spend any money, they'll do that. You know what I mean? 
do you do you feel like the do you feel like the fans have more of a you know need to play a bigger role as far as what's what what not not only what they're buying but also um, being the judge jury and, and sometimes executioner about just products that comes out. I mean originality is important. I mean you guys as a group didn't sound like Jodeci or you didn't sound like uh, Mint Condition or whatever. You guys had your own lane. Now you know for the most part there is some people that is trying to emulate others, but you you guys you guys were just like other people before you was built on diversity and creativity. Um, do you feel like the fans got to play a bigger role in, in 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 supporting the products that is built on creativity? Well, you know, it's it's, it's like it's like the ocean, you know what I mean, in and out. You know, the tides come in and out, and that's how cycles of life go, and the cycle of music, same way, you know. And you guys are representing the transition into the new era, where where there's going to be more lanes for people to find, you know, uh, better music, you know. Guys like you are going to make sure, you know, quality is coming through the pipeline. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, right. So, um, and that's it. We all just got to kind of go through the transition together. You know what I mean? Promoters are starting to put together good shows again. But, you know, it's just step by step again. So, you know, it's all the pride. Everybody's in it together. It's the music business, you know. And right. So, right. So, you I know. know. I know that you guys are, are doing a, a Valentine's Day show. Can you speak a little bit about that and let the listeners know where you, where they can find you on Valentine's Day? <laughs> yeah, I think it's called the Blaisdell Arena in, um, I think it's in Honolulu, Hawaii. I know it's in Hawaii, I forget which island, I think it's Honolulu. But, um, yeah, the Blaisdell Arena, it's going to be us, Black Street, Casey and JoJo, um, Bobby Valentino should be a nice show. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a high one. Where where can they go get tickets, or can they hit up your website, or you know, for like information, flyers, or whatnot? I think I think um, you can check on my Facebook or Twitter, and on the flyer, it'll have the promoter's information. You know, or like I said, you can Google the Blaisdell Blaisdell Arena. I think it's B L A I S D E L L, Blaisdell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they can just try to find it through there. So, there so, 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 how do you feel about social media? You think it's a it's a tool, or do you think it's evil? No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, it's a, I think it's a tool. You know, what I mean, it's it's um. At the end of the day, I mean, you know what I mean. You have. And I get deep sometimes, so I don't want to take y'all away there. You know what I mean? But you have, a, you have a system to where you have seeds, and you can plant the seeds, and then they grow fruit, and then, you know, you got free fruit, and all you have to do is just plant the seeds again. So I think the concept of charging people for stuff ultimately, like I said, it, it, you can do it for a while, but then it fades out, and eventually you have to open it up for people. You know what I mean? So, and that's what the uh, social network is. It's just the universe basically showing that hey, you, you have to open things up. You know? Yeah. Hey, Darnell, the way I see it, man, I, I look at it as it's a blessing and a curse. I mean, it's a blessing because you can reach, you know, basically the the globe around the globe in in, in less than a couple of seconds. 
you know, with your with, with your product, which is really good. You can actually get fan base that way. But it's evil too because it's <laughs> be a lot of people with some mess, man. They just post unnecessary crap, bro, which makes no sense whatsoever. So you know, it, it's it's good and bad for whatever reason. But as long as you use it, you know, for good and not for evil, then I'm <laughs> then I'm good. We're we're good on it. Yeah. That's the that's the essence of this whole reality. You know what I mean? <laughs> no doubt, <laughs> everything, everything. You know what I mean? Exactly. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, though, it's definitely like you said. I mean, for those of us who are just about music and finding good music and sharing good music, you know, um, it's 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 a good thing. It's we are able to get away from just one. Uh, MTV bombarding us with what they want us to see, you know, one or two radio stations bombarding us with what they want to hear, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, we can kind of go and do what we want to do, you know. Expose, be, be, you know, go find the kind of stuff we want to hear, you know. And, and no doubt. Off. Yeah, so it's interesting. It's transitioning. Like you said, it's, it's some knuckleheads and nutcases out there. But. <laughs> Hey, everybody got to express themselves. We need that, too. <laughs> Word. Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody needs a good hater in their life, just like they need a good sidekick, or they need you know? a good, you know, just a standalone, just real solid team behind you. You know, a lot of a lot of people, and I know in your career, um, you know, a couple of quick questions before we let you go, is that I know throughout your career, you probably had a lot of people that was probably, you know, a bunch of yes men and women. They just said yes to whatever that, you know, whatever, whenever, and however. Um, you know, and, I, and I've always came from that old school, too, where it's just like, you know, okay, that, that may be cool, but, you know, the, the honesty is always the best policy. I know that's been said for, like, millennium, but at the same time, it's, you know, I, you're, you're a student of music. So, you know, when you hear certain things that just don't sound right, not just within the group, but, you know, even other people when you critique, I mean, you give them that good, honest feedback, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, um... You know, you have, um, you know, like I said, we came from Howard, so everybody at Howard thought they was the best thing going. You know what I mean? So I had no problem with yes men at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, yeah, whatever, shy, whatever. That's great. You know what I mean? Y'all just out there first. That's all. Here we coming soon. Ah, uh, look at you. Know, that's you know. For real. But, you know, but, I mean, it was, you know, when we came out, Puffy came out at the same time, uh, Eric Wilkinson, mm -hmm. um, Ron Lawrence as a producer, I don't know if you, um, uh, um, Derek Angeletti, you know, um, D-Dot. Okay. Um, Gucci, Mark, you know, Gucci, managed Biggie, Har, all of them. We all came out at the same time. At the so same time, like, right. Right, right. So it was like, um... You know, we, 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 of course, we felt, you know, shy. Like, definitely there was a shift, you know what I mean? And now we're professional artists, you know. But like I said, we came out in such a big clump. And then Puffy was like the leader, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you know, he was doing it so big, we never really got to have that feeling of big-headed. Like, we were still like, oh, we, we got work to do. Right. You know? you know, so, you know, but it was fun. Like I said, you know, we had our niche. I mean, even me, you know, like, um, being a fraternity, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with that, with the, what you call a step freak, you know, the one that... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I was a step freak, you know what I mean, already. So, you know, it was already a certain type of, 
preparing for shows and being on the front stage, if you will, and, you know, so it was, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess at the end of the day, it was just it was just an extension of what we was already doing, you know what I mean? I was already a music major, performing for campus, doing steps. We were already kind of known. Garfield was already Garfield on campus already, right. you know what I mean? So it was just kind of an extension of all the... At our homecomings and at our spring picnics, all the celebrities was coming to Howard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody, yeah, it was like so. You was so you was able to get that, you know, that that kind of taste of it before you actually, you know, took a bite out of it. I guess you could say. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, so for the for most me, part, it was just the, um, you know, the the celebrity part and all that. It was like, ah, eh, you know, I was able to just really just enjoy coming into it and sharing my music for a living like ah mm-hmm. this is wonderful like you know and then and then shy for people to really get it like okay they're trying to really say something they're not just trying to come out and just be some they're trying to really you know give us some good music for y'all to get it that yeah. makes it better you know what i mean right so it's, you know it's wonderful man did you have did you did you have an inkling um of how big If I Ever Fall In Love was actually going to be when, when you first, you know, sung that song? You know, it's funny because you don't know what all goes into making a hit song. You're kind of naive, so you're kind of coming in thinking like, um, again, like, you know, hey, if, if, if we like it and everybody Howard likes it, you know, of course it's going to be a hit, right. you know what I mean? That's kind of how we felt. So. It was kind of funny to us when all the people were responding in radio interviews, like, so, so did you expect it to be such a big hit? And, and not not trying to sound egotistical, but I was like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because right, I liked right. it. Right. I didn't know. Like I said, I didn't know. I just liked it. All and I knew was if I like it, right. you know, right. So, and then to right. find you out afterwards, you know all it took. Huh? I said you didn't know the magnitude of it. Yeah, yeah, once you get the business and find out, yeah, find out the art department, the promotion department, everybody has to be on point. You're like, oh, man, that was a heck of a machine behind that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, was And it was good to be able to to see it kind of come together back in 92 and beforehand with If I Ever Fall In Love with, what, went three times platinum? Memory serves me correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful Mm -hmm. thing. The debut like that. So, you know what? With Darnell as our guest of the R&B group, Shy and Branded After Dark, before we let you go, um, people can actually go hit up the Twitter, which is uh, Twitter, which is R&B, R-N-B, group, Shy, S-H-A-I on Twitter. And you say you had a Facebook too, right? Yeah. Um, man, you caught me off guard. I have all my <laughs> stuff in my phone. Like, we you know, I just literally <laughs> put my social network team together, so... And I should have had all this stuff, but I I don't have it with me. Nah, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna track it down because we we we, we got, got your you. we got your name. We got you. I appreciate you, you, man. <laughs> you know I'm a, I'm a dinosaur, right? So I mean, you got to show. <laughs> hey, <laughs> come on, man. Man, you far. Well, you're a damn good looking dinosaur. I tell you that. <laughs> well, no, I mean in terms of the social network, I gotta help us old guys usher us into this new age. Right, know? man. You you yeah. talking you talking like you. Man, you over there sounding like you 60 years old, man. You far from it, dude. Come on now. Come on. Hey, you, you know just, what time it is. I, I, I picked up attaching emails and stuff like last month. I guess <laughs> I'm typing with one finger. I'm getting around. 
You are so silly. That's crazy. <laughs> Hey but, hey, but you know what? The cool thing about it, though, D, is you, you, hey, you slowly but surely getting it going. So you, you're good. You're going to be all right. Watch. Doing wait wait right till the watch. next month or two. You're going to be like, man, I'm flipping around these social media joints like it's nothing. Yeah, I'm coming, <laughs> man. Twitter is next. I'm going to learn this Twitter thing. He's waiting on you. Yeah, I'm going to get there out there go. and start sending tweets here and there. There you go. Y'all make sure y'all support these guys and, and hit up the Twitter, hit up, you know, track them down. We're going to make sure we provide y'all with all the contact and information. But I want to thank you for calling in, but also thank you for, you know, continuing this, this music grind, man. I know it could be, uh, you know, unrewarding at times, but it, it's good when you have a God-given talent that you still want to uh, share with the, with, with the people out there that's really supporting you, bro. So I, I got I to gotta commend you on that. And, again, Thank you for uh, helping me get through my dating life back in the '90s. Cause if it wasn't for y'all, y'all, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, it may have been some problems, man. So you saved a relationship or two in my lifetime, bro. So thank you, sir. Hey, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for all the support, man. I'm glad that we was able to help you. You know what I mean. <laughs> And uh, hopefully we'll have some other songs with some words you can use for the right yes, time. Yes, sir. Right yes, time. sir. You're right. You're right. I, so. I, you know, I just, I just wanted to also just thank you so very much. I mean, you have no idea. This actually really means the world to me. That you know, having having the chance to to speak with you and and be able to express you know what you've meant to me over these years and what you meant to me you know back then and you know how how you've helped me and with my feelings and you know being able to look look in and say oh my god all guys aren't dogs you know what i mean like there is somebody out there that wants to love me and care about me so just thank you so much for everything and i cannot wait to see you guys this year oh thank you thank you for your kind words and Definitely, you know, it's, it's, it's fellas out there that's definitely about some stuff, you know, working hard to, you know, find a beautiful woman like yourself. So, you know, mm -hmm. keep your eyes open, I'm quite sure. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, definitely, I, I can't wait to see you guys, meet you guys, hopefully come up to town and, you know, let you guys catch a show. But um, I'll oh, definitely yeah. be in touch again. Once we get the project rolling in a few weeks, I'll be back in touch with you guys know. So, uh, Most definitely. And then, and then make sure that you tell the rest of the fellas that, you know what I'm saying, you got a station here that you, we, we, we drop music like, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and be proud of what we drop. And we're not just going to, you know, segregate a situation musically, you know what I mean? We, we yeah. embrace all real music creativity. We put you on, and not only that, we hold you down. So let and the rest of the fellas gonna, know as well. We're, we're still going to spin your classics. Trust of me. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Course. Okay. Well, definitely. I will um, get any new stuff we got coming down the pipeline in the next few weeks. It will be right to you, first and foremost. That's what's up. Absolutely. Darnell, the group so shy. Appreciate the love, man. Thank you, my brother and sister. Y'all take care and keep playing that beautiful music. Got it. Right here on Branded After Dark.